Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. What a week it has been in Afghanistan. As you know, Canada, the U.S., other allied forces who had fought the war on terror in that country for 20 years are pulling out. The Taliban has swiftly, and many have said, unexpectedly, already have control of that nation. You've seen the photos, you've seen the videos of desperate Afghans trying to escape that country. How the Canadian government and those of several other nations trying to evacuate their citizens, it's not easy. It's not pretty. Immigration Minister Marco Mendocino says his government will accelerate uh, the processing of families of interpreters and you know, others who supported Canada's mission in Afghanistan to quickly evacuate as many approved people as possible. Now, just yesterday, Liberal leader Justin Trudeau assured that the government is doing everything it can to get people out safely. I can tell you that everyone is working incredibly hard, day and night, to try and get as many people out of Afghanistan into safety safety as possible, and we will continue to do everything we possibly can. Medicino, for his part, says the government not requiring passports or COVID-19 negative tests from the Afghan passengers and is deferring biometric screening to a third country where it's uh, safe for the evacuees and government officials to take those biometrics. Our opening guest today on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network is Dennis Thompson, Major General, retired, spent 39 years with the Canadian military, and joins us now. Mr. Thompson, how are you today? I'm quite well, thank you, Rick. How surprised are you that Canada... The U.S., other allied forces are in this difficult situation of evacuating our citizens and, and people who helped us. I think we're all surprised that the Taliban collapsed in such a spectacular and swift fashion. It wasn't something we expected. We thought that the institution would stand for a little while longer than it actually did. I attribute it to the fact that those institutions were rotten in many respects. It's not the fault of the individual Afghan soldier who we know, the Canadians that served over there, to be tough as nails. So yes, we're, we're definitely taken aback and, and we're going to sort this out now uh, in, the, in the time that remains. You were uh, the head of the NATO command in Kandahar. You know Afghanistan almost like the back of your hand. From a logistic standpoint, what challenges do the soldiers on the ground right now face? Well, the Canadian Armed Forces soldiers that are on the ground inside of the Kabul airport and that are assisting in the in the movement of Canadian uh, Afghan Afghans who supported Canadians overseas and their families to get out of the country, they're in, in a very difficult situation because uh, for them, there is the relative safety of the airport, but it, because, of course, the airport is secured by several thousand U.S. soldiers. But for the Afghans at the exterior that were trying to get in, when they're called forward from their safe houses and their and their private residences, they have to run the gauntlet of several Taliban checkpoints in order to get to the edge of the airfield, and then they have to navigate their way somehow inside. So it's a it's a tricky challenge, one that we're doing our best to support through our loose network of veterans who are in daily, if not hourly, contact with these families when they're called forward. It, it is not a simple or tidy process whatsoever. And it really is a result of this crisis that has been dropped in our lap due to the collapse of the Afghan government and the and the uh, rapid advance of the Taliban. As you've mentioned, we've heard that the Taliban has choked off basically access to the airport, and that's caused 
many Afghan interpreters and their families to remain in hiding rather than, you know, run the risk of being caught trying to flee or, or get to the airport. Are they sitting ducks? Can we get them out? How do we get them out? Well, it's, it's, there's, there's a number of options. You may have heard that the Americans flew out a, a group of their own citizens from, the, from a hotel in Kabul. That's in, that's in the media by helicopter. Uh, but, but frankly, in my opinion, there is only one option, and it's a very unpalatable one, and that is to negotiate with the Taliban to provide us with a, a, a period of respite, if you will, to get our folks through or at the higher level because the operation is, after all, a coalition operation run by an American general, for them to talk to the senior Taliban leadership, get a general amnesty of some kind, uh, 12 or 24 hours, and move as many of these deserving families as possible from all the coalition nations onto the airfield so that they can be spirited away out of the country. If uh, the 31st of August passes, without that having been accomplished, then those that are left behind will be will be victims of a serious reckoning, unfortunately. And that's certainly our opinion because I don't believe any of the Taliban promises. So the bottom line here is, uh, unfortunately, if you're going to get people through these massive crowds and past these Taliban checkpoints, it's going to take negotiations with the very people we were enemies of uh, or and still are and probably will be for years to come. And you called those negotiations unpalatable. Is that because there's no trust there? There's absolutely no trust. There's absolutely no trust, but we do have a recent precedent. On Wednesday, the French forces negotiated a passage to get some of their diplomats and, and the uh, Afghans affiliated with the, with the France-French embassy out of, uh, out of harm's way and onto the airfield and, and back to France. So it is possible. Uh, and obviously, there's probably some lessons learned from their actions there that, that could be incorporated by the other members of the coalition. Uh, but it's going to be difficult. Make no mistake, there are, uh, as you've seen in the pictures, some pretty horrific conditions for these people to endure just trying to get to the edge of the airport where they can be uh, vetted quickly and, and, and spirited into the airport for onward, onward flights to third-party countries, whether most of which are in the Gulf states. Those videos we've seen from uh, Hamid Karzai International Airport, uh, just with literally dozens, if not hundreds of people sitting, waiting for hours, uh, wondering you know, what their future holds, the coordination on the ground uh, has, to be, has to be perfect, doesn't it? it? It absolutely has to be perfect. It has to be a good tie-in between those that are in touch with the with these families, and, and again, we're talking about families here. That, that's what really makes it tough. It's not a bunch of uh, young interpreter men, that, that, that the folks that actually worked with us and a few women. It's them and their entire families because the Taliban will not exact their revenge just against an interpreter. And in fact, if they want to get to the interpreter because he's out of the country, they'll just take out his family without any remorse. So yes, it's tough, and it's, and it's doubly tough because... There, there are children involved, uh, right from little baby infants, uh, you know, all the way up to toddlers and uh, and juveniles. Not a, not a pretty sight, and uh, hopefully one a logjam that we can negotiate our way through. Um, so, but so we have to remain cautiously optimistic, and we have to ensure that we put our best foot forward in order to to advance this initiative. Retired Canadian Major General Dennis Thompson is our opening guest here on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Rick, in for Roy today. The United States has advised Americans in Afghanistan to avoid traveling 
to Kabul airport due to potential threats. With so much at stake, do you expect this evacuation to proceed peacefully to its conclusion? Um, I'm not going to predict the future. That's a bit of a mugs game. What I will tell you is that we, and 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 by we, I mean not just uh, not just the government forces or Canada's. Uh, elements that are on the ground, but also all those veterans who are in contact with these families are going to do our damnedest to get them all out. Uh, every single family is a success and anyone left behind is a failure. So we're, we are not going to take our foot off the gas. It, it just has to happen because it's the right thing to do. Several NATO member nations are pressing for the evacuations to continue beyond America's deadline of August 31st. Do you think that evacuation deadline can and will be extended? Well, like if the United States, as I said, you know, the United States in, in all of these coalitions is the 800-pound gorilla. If they decide that it's going to go beyond the 31st of August, we're part of that coalition. I have a, a reasonable degree of confidence that we would st- will stay as long as there's a, a coalition in place and as long as we still have people to evacuate. Because remember, there are still Canadian citizens, not just the uh, the the families and and the interpreters that used to work with Canada. But there are still Canadian cities that are tra- citizens that are trapped inside the city of Kabul. And, and they could be either uh, Canadian citizens that were visiting family in Afghanistan or contractors that were caught out. So, it, And this is really a big problem for the United States as well. So if it goes beyond the 31st of August, I mean, I can't predict government policy, but I would imagine because there is uh, a very tight coalition on the ground that, that would, they would agree to stay on. Do we know how many Canadian citizens are there? Is it dozens? Is it hundreds? I, I don't personally know. It's a great question to put to Global Affairs Canada. You might know that they keep a thing called the ROCA or the Register of Canadians Abroad, uh, R-O-C-A. Uh, and, and so those citizens that are registered on the ROCA, if they're still outside the wire, if you will, outside the airport, they would be known to Global Affairs Canada and hopefully they would be um, informed when to move to the airport. How confident are you that we're going to get everyone out that we want out of there? I'm sorry, your, your question was a little bit broken up. Sorry, uh, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll rephrase it. How, how confident are you are that everyone that we want to evacuate from Afghanistan will be able to do so? Well, I go back to my previous answer. Uh, it's not a question of confidence, it's a question of will at this particular point in time. We need to press forward and make it happen. And that's, I believe, what everyone has in mind, whether they're on the ground or whether they're back here in Canada in touch with these desperate families. So uh, desperate families and and the heads of families who typically are these these interpreters. Um, uh, But, you know, it's... um, not a question of confidence right now. It's a question of the will to carry on. And I know that that's very strong amongst our, amongst our group of volunteer veterans. And I have no doubt it's the same thing for those people that are on the ground inside the airport. Well said. Major General Thompson, thank you for the time today and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you. And, and thank you as well. And to your listeners, we need to keep this issue alive. These people deserve our help. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.